Extra Butter Podcast. I'll tell you, dude. Wow. I was really bored. I don't know what the hell it was. I was bored, plus I was shy. So uh, that just meant you sat at your desk and gotcha, waited gotcha, for gotcha. The, the, the day to be over. You were one of those kids that, like, waited for when, lunch. When you do popcorn reading, you're reading ahead oh. to make sure you memorized your lines. Yeah. And everyone else's. Dang. So when we did like the Shakespeare plays, I was mouthing their words uh-huh. before I did my own words. There it is. Popcorn reading. Dang. Hiya. Remember popcorn <laughs> eating, bro? So and so and so and so and so. And then would you would read. go. Yeah. And then you get that one person that isn't the best reader. And oh, you'd be like, ooh. I was so tough. far beyond that kid. Like, I read three pages ahead and then went back because everyone was getting a turn to read. Yep, yep. And I was like, damn, this is slow. Damn, man. It's going to take us forever to get through Mice and Men. <laughs> it's like, my boy already got shot. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway. It's too good. Welcome to Extra Butter. Welcome. Your podcast for good conversation and good movies, man. Woo-wee. It's your boy Cam. And Dylan. And uh, we're talking about just school, just reminiscing on school, yeah. man. Everyone needs to reminisce about the uh, pizza and chocolate milk every day <laughs> diet. I really do miss those times, man. Did you have like a favorite school lunch? Like a like when when th- when this drops, it's like, bro, this is the day, bro. I'm, I'm smashing. I think Wednesday was Taco Salad Day. Taco Salad, huh? yeah. There what does is that mean? A, Just like no shells? There, it, they put it tortilla. Sorry, that they was put so it in light. one of those tortilla bowls. Uh huh. And then just I don't know. I think they had some of the fixings, but not all of it. But I did find out that there is a grade of meat below whatever Taco Bell uses, and it's what we ate. Oh, school lunch, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. There was a grade C in meat that we <laughs> that ate. That is what we were destroying. But on a... you either did that, or it was Chicken Monday, and they gave you the ice cream scoop of mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah, gravy yeah, and yeah. then yep. the chicken nuggets and with that brown gravy, the bouncy chicken nuggets, the brown oh, gravy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I look forward to lunch all day and, and mourned it. Oh, but they messed up because they gave me math after lunch, Oof. and I was in a coma after. Yeah, you know? even the itis. I was like, "Oof, I'm out, bro." I was head bobbing. The Pythagorean theorem, D minus. Yeah. Oh, easy. <laughs> That's bro. all that yeah. math. I always sucked at math, dude. It was like, and I, my mom was always so like hard on me about grades. Math, and but and I'm talking about grades like I'm. Like I might get a C, and she's like losing her mind, bro. Like this is it. It's either these B's the, or A's. This is a yeah. sign of the end times, camera. It's either this B's or A's, or I'm pissed. And so in math, I just never. No, I couldn't do what it. What the fuck is going it on? Was right so now? confusing. And yeah. then when they would say, "Does anyone have any questions?" and I looked around like, "One of you motherfuckers, best raise your hand." How am I the only one? That's still How am I the only one? Yeah, that it's I've still figured it get out it, though. Half the other people don't get it, but they don't raise their hands either. But sure. they get it more than me because they were like, "Okay, this is the hypotenuse." Dylan, you answering? I was like, "Yeah, hippopotamus, most dangerous land animal." Yeah, <laughs> they're I like, remember, no hypotenuse. I remember I get, like taking a in geometry, taking a proof test. Remember proofs? Remember? Nope. Proofs were in geometry was like you had you, the the answer was scored based oh. on the the steps that you got right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the answer was just a point of the five, if that makes sense. Yep. And I was like, bro, I can't. 
I couldn't. I can't do it. Because I, I got, got the answer right, but you're like, well, you didn't get steps one through three right, so two out of five. Like, what? That's what I would get all the time. Yeah. Is like two out of fives. Because that was the worst one for me. Because they would make you do like pre-algebra, algebra, whatever. Yeah. And then they threw geometry in. And then the very next year, you went back to, like, a year or two of algebra. Right. And I said, what the fudge? Because why not give me the geometry thing way later? Why have me learn something, somewhat get it, blow it up, yeah. and then have me go back to the stuff I tried to learn before and now I'm confused about again? Right, yeah. Why didn't sense. you just, yeah. like, let it roll and yeah. then give me this made-up voodoo math that you got going on here <laughs> that you got from, like, the aliens from Jimmy Neutron. Like, it makes absolutely... They're like, oh, yeah, they're imaginary numbers. And I was like, you about to imaginary see me right yeah, now. Yeah, facts. The I, only, yeah, I don't know. The only way I pass is because our when we still had study hall, the teacher I had for study hall was the math teacher. So I literally oh, put a chair in front of his desk and annoyed uh, the hell out of him. Question after question. First thing in the morning because yeah. it was first period study hall, which makes absolutely <laughs> no sense. First period the study The first hall. thing you do is a 50-minute study hall Jeez. after morning bell, which Jeez. meant you mostly slept. Yeah, I parked it right there. I annoyed the ever-loving hell out of him, and I passed with like a C-minus. Hey, man, you made it. That was the only way. I just you made it, bro. That Yeah, math to me was always... I, I just, I just feel like there's obviously, I think a lot of people agree that the way math is taught in school should be more what you see in the real world and less, yeah, mx squared times you know mx plus b equals c type shit or whatever it is. It just teach me about taxes, teach me about credit cards, teach me about the things I'm going to see. And if a kid is more interested in this like fundamental math in elementary yeah. school and middle school, then let him in high school continue to take that route. Things he wants to that do it. you need for your degree. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this engineering. I'm going to do that. It's like, okay, cool. You're going to get into some more complicated stuff. But yeah. the average person isn't going to need it. Isn't... So I'm not going to make him do it. Right. You know? And just have him be like, oh, here's a C. I'm, I, my, my mind doesn't compute this. I cannot, I can't do it, bro. It was. <sighs> There's letters. <laughs> There's letters. There's letters. There. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at a microwave upside down. Oh, man. I don't know what button to press. <laughs> Oh, bro, uh, before we get into it, I did want to talk um, movies that I've seen. There's a lot that just came out, specifically on Friday. Yeah, I okay, so you're wearing a Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Did you watch the I watched it today. You, like you saw it today? Hours ago, yeah. Did you like it? It was really funny. Wow. Yeah, I did like it. Okay. It was, it was very enjoyable. Yeah? Wow, okay. Do you have to be a fan of the show to like it? Uh... Not necessarily, but I think it's definitely a lot better for it if you are. Like, the mm. plot is pretty much what I thought it would be, which is, like, something's threatening the restaurant. They got to come up with money, and then there's a, a whole ordeal. And Luis sure. is Sure, I feel star. like I've seen that in an episode. Yeah, like, yeah. Luis is the star of the show, which she's my favorite anyway. She's the so. best. But they do do, like, a couple cool, like, things I didn't expect. They talk about, like, the origin of her hat. Her, her bunny ears like why where's deep like where she actually like got them from uh. and why she has them because mm. she's thinking about like not wearing them anymore like there's there's little like adventures for some of the kids that are like okay let's progress them but they're yeah. still like kids and it's still an ongoing show but it's pretty funny too dang all right i gotta watch that one did you see top gun so no i was supposed to see it uh this morning um but the people that i they were really weird about seat placement because they were like, you know, it's Memorial Day. It's, you know. Were they shelditing the seat placement? It was, well, they were just because like, a lot of them were like, 
first like first three rows. Oh, yeah. And then there was a theater that because I'll I'll travel anywhere to see a movie. I, I really don't care. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're going. I drive that, bro. I'll yeah. be over there. I don't really don't care. We went there the other day for which one the to the IMAX. IMAX, yeah, exactly. For a rewatch of Doctor Strange. Ooh, yeah, but um, yeah, they are not the same. They want to go to either of these two theaters. Yeah. And then well, anyway, um, but on Saturday I went and saw Men. Oh, the Alex Garland joint. Yeah, well. Whoa. Trippy. I don't even know where to start. The end of that movie is one of the weirdest sequences I've ever seen in a movie. I forgot Bar that, none. I forgot that was his movie. Yeah. Because Ex Machina's great. Obviously, uh, the one with Natalie Portman's fantastic. Annihilation? Annihilation, yeah. Um, That's been a while. But, so, I mean, he's a great director, and his movies are always, like, have the little, oh, that's he not to trying to bust in. Show our producer open doors like a raptor one day. Our producer telling us to stay on topic. <laughs> Focus. I'm probably gonna have to open the door. She's evil. Yeah, I I forgot that that had come out until I saw like I don't, like a poster or some advert for it. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it was really cool, right? So like the the premise was woman, um, something happens to this uh, woman's husband, and uh, she. Because of that event, she takes like a retreat to like an Airbnb, hmm. and all the men look the same at this like location. Really? They're, it's all played by the same actor. I forget the guy's name. He was. I think great. I saw him. I think he was. He's been in like the Daniel Craig's Bond movies for years. If it's the guy I'm thinking about, oh, uh, I think that is him. Yeah, I, I'm really blanking on the name, but hey, come on now, you want to come up? I don't know. I'm thinking Roy Kinnear. Can you jump from here? I don't know. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> Can you jump from here? That would be. You got hops like that. She's really debating. You got that. hops like that? Come on. Come on, boy. You got hops? Come on. Give me give me, on. give me, me Jordan in Space Jam. Come on. Here we go. Drink the water. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Oh, oh Into the future. Defeated the Monstars. That we can amazing. all go home. Remember that joint? Yeah. yeah. Comes out Michael, with the shorts. You, Michael, you coming in? He's just shooting basketballs oh, out yeah, of his driveway. Yeah. Bro. Seal killed that joint, bro. Seal was in the studio. Seal. Thinking about Michael Jordan. How are you going to follow up your Batman vs. Robin? I got Batman a song. I got Nothing's a song. better than Kiss from a Rose. Check this out. Shoo. Kiss from a Rose is that song, though. You play that and you got to stop. That's a you got to stop kind of song. Oh, yeah. You're like, you don't care what's going on. You know, on. they were in the studio like, we just captured a match. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there like, yo, Sue. Sue, you good? Yeah, let's get some shawarma. Yo, throw that on the new Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I got Warner Brothers on the line. Throw that. In the video, I'm just going to be singing in front of the spotlight. Yeah. In a leather jacket. In a le- I'm just going to have fans blowing. Seal, Showing, showing my abs. Yo. <laughs> his his cover, like, I remember as a kid, I I had one of those uh, speaking spells, speaking whatever. Yeah, speaking spells. And, I used to, and my mom bought me the tape back when you you could buy like a single on a tape. So it was Kiss from a Rose. It was seal. just that. It was just Kiss from a Rose. And it was the you know because he's like naked on it, kinda. It's like yeah. a symbol of him, like in a weird yoga position. <laughs> I remember being like, "This is a person. This is a person, and not a seal. And not he's not. This isn't a seal singing to me." This is a man named Seal. But he can go just as high on the notes. Baby! <laughs> uh, I saw uh, I saw Top Gun on Saturday, maybe. Is it as good as everyone's saying? It's good. Nice, man. It's, it did a good job for a, one of the 20-year-later sequels that we always talk about. It did a good job of 
blending in the old stuff, being respectful, but sure, then actually sure. paying attention to the fact that the new stuff has to be halfway decent. I feel like, does does Tom Cruise get a directing credit for that? I don't know. I feel like he had a lot to do he with He needs with one this. at some point for either Mission Impossible or the best. No, it was, it was cool because you could just see, you know, they weren't like, it wasn't like Fast and the Furious where you could tell homeboys are on stage. Sure. And then they switched to, like, the stunt car. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's Tommy. Like, in the cockpit. Whipping those F-16s, yeah. F-18s, whatever. Can't remember all the plane numbers. It's okay. Like, it's really there, and it's better to watch it, like, the bigger. How are the, uh, how's the supporting cast? Miles Teller really good. And... He was, he was cool. He was, it wasn't, like, too heavy on his character and his thing. Because he's Goose's son? Yeah. He, okay. Goose's yeah. son, uh, Brewster. Root? Oh, well, that's his, his call sign. His yeah. call sign? But they have a bunch of, like, the young kids, and the young kids are all, you know, with the grandpa jokes. But it wasn't, like, woke kind of cinema. It, gotcha. Like, it was still fun. Gotcha. Tom does a good job of reminding you, like, that he can actually do films that aren't just, like, run and chase films. Like, he actually could be a dramatic actor. He's a good there was, actor. There was some good Period, stuff. Yeah. Val Kilmer was there. Like, you know, the old people making an appearance. Yeah. Ed Harris shows up. My man John Ham from Mad Men. I oh yeah, John Ham. Oh, we love the Ham. This is a Ham household. This is a Ham, this is a ham household. household. This is a Ham household. I'm getting hit by Hinata's tail. Holy Hinata is wanting these. It's so funny, man. When we when we record here, Hinata makes her presence known as a producer. When we shoot at my place, Nala just wants to cuddle everything in 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 her way it's a hard cuddler you know what i mean like either way our producers are distracting us in some way shape or form. you you watched uh the other piece or oh, television side of new releases this week obi-wan did you watch oh Obi-Wan my gosh bro. bro can we talk about i don't even it's so good dude. just just the beginning of them just like showing the yo the what jedi previously temple happened. oh yeah, yeah yeah previously on oh, the like, star wars oh, man, we the younglings are under yo as soon as i saw the first image I said, not the young, not the younglings, and they got bro. dusted. I was, I was kind of upset because I was like, "Damn, bro, there's a lot of mid scrub grade Jedi out there. Can't even take on two, three clone troopers." Yeah, facts. It just goes to show you <laughs> how we've been watching the real grade A tier all this year because yeah, we've been following the Skywalker be, family for four yeah, years. Yeah, it feels like. And then you watch these other Jedi, and they can't even take on two clone troopers. I'm like, "Hey, facts. step your game up." Facts. Step your game up. Um, I. I it's hard, right? Because I, for years, when I talked to older Star Wars fans, they would clown me for liking those movies. The prequels? Yeah. yeah. I mean, other than Attack of the Clones, I don't like Attack of the Clones. It's not my favorite movie. It's very, um... It feels very Jedi Council-y. Like, we're just in a lot of meetings. Very imbalanced. Yeah. Obviously, the the ending sequence is cool. Grievous being in that joint's crazy. Like, you know, it's, it's cool. But I... One to me, I like people didn't like young Anakin Skywalker. I had a pillow of him in the in the oh, pod racer helmet. Yeah, like oh, I thought that movie was snap. the coolest. The movie. pod racing scene is hands down so crazy, bro. super classic. And then obviously, no, that. you can't convince me. Revenge of the Sith isn't a good movie. I don't. I won't believe you. No, it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah. but it's so weird to see this renaissance of people like after you know you've been defending a, a Hayden Christensen. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone ever had. You uh, and McGregor in doubt, but no, never. Um, Hayden especially was like he was awful. While Bud's kind of like now this resurgence of like I love Hayden. I'm like where yeah. the fuck were you? Yeah, when I was at lunch fighting for my life, fighting for my life. <laughs> where were you, bro? I had, I had Anakin on a, on a lunchbox and he right? was making fun of me. I had my lightsaber on my side. Lame. No, no, they're all trying to 
come back, and it's nice to see. It's Ewan so is, nice. Ewan is perfect in the show, dude. Oh, he's so great. I love the whole, you know, just crabby in the desert now, and he quit, and he's just trying to do his thing. And right. And now it's like, you guess, I didn't expect that, though, because I didn't really know what the plot would be. So I love yeah. that it's about that it's about a young Leia. Oh yeah, spoiler like, that alert! Was but really young Leia cool. is fantastic. That was really cool to see because I didn't I didn't think about that for some dumb reason um, that there were the both of them and at some point he might have looked after both of them. Yeah. So I like that. You're my only hope. That's it? where it goes. That, yeah. I was like, it makes a lot of things make more sense later on, like why she knows him, exactly why she trusts him as much. Help you know, me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Like, all I could think about was that. With yeah. Them, with them, with the same. I'm like, then she's like, when shit gets crazy and in the originals, then it's like, she's like, yeah, he's he's the one I know. He saved my yeah. life. Like, I know who this man is. Because there's a lot of stuff that contradicted itself when he made the prequels and other things. Because it's like, of course, like, you didn't have this road mapped in the 80s. Yeah. Like, it's not going to connect all the way. That's why it's, it's tough to see stuff like, oh, we're going to go back to the OG films and when. Boba Fett talks we're gonna make him sound like Tamora Morrison because he's technically a clone even though you know you could just leave it alone and people just accept it absolutely but I like what they've been doing lately because they're filling in gaps and holes but they're actually making some of the older stuff not be contradicted but actually beefed up yeah exactly like now that moment of her giving the plans to him it has more emotional resonance because it's like okay you know he saved her that one time yep Instead of it contradicting it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." There's a flip side to doing this, and it yeah, benefits it. Uh, yeah, but I, I agree with you with that. The Rogue One fixing the the error in the Death Star. Yep. I mean, there's so many sense. things. It's like, oh, now it makes sense that it's mm. actually like specifically design and flaw. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was all right. Sometimes mm. those work, and sometimes those don't. But yeah, there's chances to actually like beef up instead of contradiction even if people are like come on it's like well at least they they gave it an attempt like they were like hey this is somebody said something yeah Yeah. right like hey i mean otherwise i was just gonna ignore it (laughs) i just ignore it because there's too many there's too many kids that like come out and like you know they're raised on today's entertainment yeah and then they watch some of these older things and they're like well i can see how you know it's it's all right but then they poke holes in it right like that and i'm just like nah bro that's just the thing you ignore or you chalk it up to movie magic like yeah. you don't even pay attention like I don't need an answer for everything yeah he, that's he, fair he, he blew in the trench he, he shot a uh, beam down a hole and he got Yahtzee mm, there it is you know what yeah, I mean I don't yeah. need to know like oh why did that there why is that there and I was like yeah. I don't know bro it just blew up and I was watch the movie I went home I went to Bago and I was oh, I was hyped <laughs> you know do you think that the new ones are gonna get the same resurgence in, in oh, this time oh no but don't you think people thought that about the prequels? Maybe. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like people were like, no one will ever like uh, these movies. Because I, I don't hate them as much as everybody else does. I think they're decent movies. I, I love Force Awakens. I think it's a solid movie, even though it's just rehashing what happened yeah, I don't in know. New Hope. That's a good question, though, because, yeah, you did kind of look down on the prequels, and then later they got better. Yeah, this resurgence of, like, yeah. oh, these movies are actually great has happened. And you know, there are kids right now that love these Star Wars movies. The yeah. only way I can see that happening is through effort, because the only way I feel they liked the prequels wasn't because they were suddenly like, wait a minute, let's watch them again. It was because people who loved them or appreciated what was trying to get done beefed it. Like, look at the Clone Wars. He grabbed yeah. all these characters like Jar Jar and all these things that maybe didn't work as well. Yeah. And he gave them a whole bunch of screen time and stories and stuff. And then you said, okay, maybe it's actually better than I thought. Mm, if somebody does something like that to the 
the sequel series and feeds in a little bit more to them or touches upon them in a yeah. way that's better, then you might redeem some of it. I, I I will also argue that I feel like what happened with the prequels is we got older. Yeah. The the movies were made for 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 me for a kid that has a little pillow and yeah. is eating a lightsaber spoon with his cereal. Remember Yo, the light up lightsaber spoons. Yeah. Yeah. That's who those movies were made for. So I got older boxes. and I still have my love for those movies. There's a lot, well, as all those people that. A lot of my friends liked it. It was just like the older kids that like knew Star Wars were like, this is trash. Or my dad, these are trash. These are terrible movies. Yeah. Let me but play you the VHS. Exactly. Let me play you the original and then you watch the originals. And back. again, you watch two old geezers poke each other and you go, it's not the, yeah. All right. Like I, <laughs> there could be a generation of younger kids who saw these ones as young kids and then liked them more. The yeah. Well, that's what I'm movies, saying. Like, yeah. I, I think that it's not that, because obviously as a kid, you can rewatch. Um, I can watch the originals, and my dad can show me the or the prequels, and my dad can show me the originals. And I remember as a kid watching that, like uh, uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Last Jedi. What's the last one again? Return to Return to the Jedi. Jedi. Um, when Luke is like going ham at Vader with the green saber, and he cuts off his arm. And yeah. stuff like, like that. As a kid, was like this is awesome. Yeah, pinnacle. Like, that, you know, like yeah. this is really cool, but. Um, I just feel like kids now, like Kylo Ren is their Vader. Yeah, Ray is a lot of girls is you know Luke in a lot of ways. Like she is the quintessential coolest Jedi. She's she's freaking stopping planes in the air and all. Like you know what I mean? Like she's and those kids when they get older, that love for those movies are because those kids aren't on Twitter. Those kids they're they're probably too young for that shit right now. Yeah, that's, that's who those point, movies though. are made for. That's a good point. So I feel like once those kids get a little older then this love of their movie starts to uh, evolve. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, actually, Daisy really was pretty good in those movies. Actually, the oh, that Rose, the Asian, the one that everyone, like, destroyed on Twitter, like, oh, all of a sudden, dude. she's great. You know, like... The thing I think will help save it, that I think might be cool, was they're starting to kind of touch upon the new stuff in, like, Mandalorian and whatnot. Yeah. Like, talking about, oh, the Empire Returns and whatnot and they're mm. talking about like the first inklings of the first order i think it'd be cool if some of those shows that are between return of the jedi and force awakens yeah start touching upon what happened and how the first order got so big yeah first of all so they gotta figure out that, that would be cool raise the daughter of so and they, some know, some kind of show needs to explain that because that's the last jedi was was so again uh, if it's outside of star wars a cool movie a cool movie if it's not told in the realm of a movie that's been out since the 70s or when, like, whenever the first one came out yeah so in that universe this movie makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever but in the realm of like this Good is a point. cool movie sure yeah but last jedi happened and then uh ooh, what's the last one force awakens last jedi Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. Um, it just felt like J.J. Abrams being like, let me just pick up all these pieces and just put a puzzle together. It just, Like, yeah. force a puzzle together. You know and I mean? it was a difficult... That was a yeah. impossible ask of J.J. to be like, make this make sense. <laughs> yeah, and it just doesn't. What? Because there's too much conflicting and there's too much jazz everywhere. Yeah. What? I gave this man, Ryan Johnson, a half-finished puzzle. He broke it and then added new pieces. And just said, here you go. And then said, here you go. Now fix the puzzle. <laughs> if anything, it'll be up to... 
it'll be up to either those kids that like it now or yeah people adding to yeah and the borrowing lore. from their thing and then the including it but the only other thing that came out that i can't even talk about yet is stranger things because i haven't watched a single i've watched episode. the first two episodes and you are in for a treat i know there's seven now there's two more in july yeah, volume one volume two and then my all i got from my brother was that it was incredibly dark yeah and wasn't for... really ready for it the first two episodes i haven't finished it um but it uh that first episode alone i was like oh we oh we we in there we this is this feels like you can like the duffer brothers have a clear vision on what they're trying to do yeah end game one it doesn't feel like they were uh rushed or it doesn't feel like they were like because it feels like it's been a really long time yeah since the third like yeah. more than a year. Yeah. Well, obviously, COVID time between. And all that kind of yeah, with all the delays. Yeah, but it. I. I just feel like they had a vision for where they wanted the story to end. I respect that though, because it's like, all right, let's let's end it. Even though it's so popular and you can milk a cow forever, it's right. like we're gonna do. Looking like, at you, supernatural. Oh gosh. Yeah, we got three seasons worth. All right, we got five seasons. Yeah, probably end with the fifth tonight. Season fifteen. Series Have you seen finale. season five of Supernatural? Mm-mm. Fantastic television. I. I saw like a couple seasons in, but I don't know if I got all five. So yeah, I think I think it's the fifth season. I could be wrong. Someone would correct me. I think the fifth season is the like the end of the guy who like started Supernatural. That's all. What I've always heard was that it was supposed to be like five. Seasons yeah, and and, and it ends epically. Like, literally, it's God versus Satan. Like, yeah, and then that storyline ends. It has a beautiful ending. You're sitting there like, wow, that was that was a great story. And somehow, and then win another the CW is like, yeah, let's just keep holy crap, keep going. And and I've heard some people are like, actually, season eight's pretty good, but I've stopped after five. The story's over, man. It doesn't get more serious than God versus Satan unless you're like, actually, now planets are involved. No. And, you know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? I now? looked up like when it ended. I looked up like the ending, mm-hmm. and from what I was reading, I was just like, is this a uh... Like sci-fi fan fiction, like what? What the yeah. hell is going on? In it gets this really show? religious at like, the end. It gets really like the plot of it. It sounds it goes crazy. Sounds wacky. It goes crazy. I'm like, but how did you get another ten years out of? I have no idea. All of that, like some shows, it's like, yeah, you'd be lucky to get ten years, but then in the last like two, it's wild. You went five and then did another ten. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Fifteen. Se- the first five seasons are, are not even talked about anymore. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ten more seasons. But I, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm very hopeful that like the Stranger Things will end well. And I, I ignore all the people who criticize it, where they're like, yeah, when it came out, it was this cool little, little underground hit, and then now it's For very sure. mainstream. And Have you rewatched season one it. recently? Yeah, it's fantastic. Not too long ago, first season. So I, good. I mean, I agree with the fact that like when it came out, you were very surprised. Yeah, because you were because. Netflix was trying their hardest to do original programming. Yep. Started pumping things out that were hit and miss. Yep. And then I heard something from someone say, "Yo, you gotta watch this. It's kind of cool. It's like a weird little thing." I told but everyone the soundtrack at AMC, is crazy. I told every. I came home from a shift at AMC. Uh, I had to work at the Magic the next morning. Yeah. I was like, I just needed to put on something to fall asleep. I was like, ah. Oh, Top trending, strange things. Clicked it. I did not fall asleep until I finished that show. Oh, it's like Like, nine episodes. Yeah, and I finished every. I called out. 
I finished every single episode. You called out, I was, bro. I, I I need. Where's Will? Where's dog? <laughs> I think it's like a friend from church that he was a musician, and yeah, I think that was one of the things he was trying to tell me was that the soundtrack was really cool with the oh, synth. Yeah. So I remember watching it eventually, and I was just like, "Yo, okay." It hooks felt you, so Steven hooks Spielberg. Hooks you in with you know the mystery. I mean? Hooks you in with the nostalgia, with the Spielberg, with the '80s, then with the. The Fantastic kids, were, kids, the kids acting, were so yeah. freaking funny. So good, man. And then you were like, wow, that was cool. And then I like the fact that every time a new season has came out, you felt like you were getting a different show. Like it Really? Was very, that's how I think about it. Is uh, Instead of really harping on whatever they just had, it always feels very fresh. They try hard to put more characters, different things, different villain things, and push it. That's a good, yeah. That's good. That's how I felt about like the second and the third season. They always feels like a bit different of a show. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. They do a good job of like aging the characters, and I think they do a really good job of like adding certain things that were popular at the time. Yeah, like the third season being centered around a mall. Yeah, when malls back then were very you the, know the craze <clears throat> of everything. Yeah, now no one goes to malls back then. Malls were everything. Yeah, I spent, I spent a lot of time at malls. You drinking that orange Julius like a champion? Bro, we going out to the mall. Going to the mall. Going to the mall. Where are you kids at? The mall. Aren't uh, you broke? Uh, indefinitely. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> mom, I'll meet you at the mall. My mom gave me ten dollars. That's broke, bro. <laughs> you ever been to Spencer's Gifts? It's one Sarku plate. Back of Spencer's, Spencer's Gifts, gift, bro. Love dolls. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only time I didn't avoid the sample lady because I was oh, there, I was starving. Yeah, they would stop yes, giving I out samples at my mall. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, if you it was a weekend, anytime after five o'clock, because they knew that us kids would be sitting there. Like, Let me get a Sarku sample. Let me, Let get, me get a Sarku. I had so much bourbon chicken Aren't on sticks. You, yeah, you you're you you never lived until you had a shot glass of bourbon chicken. Mmm. <laughs> like there was a stick in there. What? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'll have another one. I'll have another one. But uh, speaking of our childhoods and all that great stuff, mm. uh, if you follow me on TikTok, you know I talk a lot of Disney Channel original movies, as we call them, DCOMs. DCOM. I learned that Disney Channel original movies are originally called Disney Channel premiere films. Yeah. Sounds a little bougie, so I'm going to go with DCOM. DCOMs, man. Um, and I've yet to, I've been rewatching these uh, probably other weekly. I, I'm so deep in the decom category uh, or catalog right now, dude. Um, but there's one film that the minute that Dylan uh, introduced Chef to me, Chefy boy, I was like, you know, I haven't watched this movie in a while. It was one of my favorite movies growing up, and it'd be a great movie to watch with Dylan since he also appreciates food. And the whole time while watching Chef, I was like, wow, I know a way worse film <laughs> <laughs> that we can watch. Uh, I do love this movie. I think it's fantastic. Um, but obviously, if you're going to compare, Chef's probably better. Mm. Uh, we're talking Eddie Mil- Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. That's right. Premiered in the summer of 03. I didn't realize that Cheetah Girls was like one month after this. Oh, yeah. And I remember watching Cheetah Girls like at the premiere-ish time Dude. that it dropped. Oh, yeah. So I just miss Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I think – so here's the beautiful thing I feel with, with DCOMs. It's – it gave kids such an amazing feeling Friday night, Saturday nights. Yeah. Because it was like, it was a movie that you didn't have to go to the movie theater for. It gave parents a place to be like, my mom knew those nights, Cameron's watching a movie. <laughs> I'm watching a movie, bro. 
It's a premiere, bro. It gives her time to be like, all right. Yeah, I'm you're, you're I'm preoccupied. Alone, right? for, yeah, exactly. I'll be back in two hours. And I remember this movie dropped. I remember as a kid when High School Musical dropped. Oh, six. And the insanity oh. that happened after that. You know what See, I mean? that's what I thought. Like, it peaked. Yeah. The, oh, you thought the, it peaked? Oh, it did not peak. Then. Well, that's when I thought because no. I was like, there's nothing they're ever going to release that is bigger than that's this. That's bigger than this. Yeah. yeah. But apparently when the second one came out, it broke, <laughs> like, a cable record. Sanity, bro. And it was, like, millions upon millions, like, yeah. Game of Thrones numbers. Oh, man. To the point where when they did the third one, it came made the theaters. jump to, to yeah, theaters. Yeah, theaters. It yeah. did numbers in theaters. Yeah. It's like, High School Musical is not a game, bro. It's yeah. a, that's but a way of life for some people. What I love about it, though, is when you go back and watch some of these, you're like, ooh, Damn, that was cringy. That was, uh, but at the time, rough. this was like our Citizen Kane's. Oh man, <laughs> dude, these were peak Scorsese cinema to us. When the, and, we started and, out. and has some of the like. Sometimes when you watch these decoms, you'll recognize these actors that were huge actors to you. Yeah, as a kid. Like Orlando Brown was in everything to oh, me, so anytime dude. I saw him, I was like, "Oh yeah!" I didn't know he movie. was in here, and then I was like, "Oh man, there's Orlando." Orlando Brown, that That's kid so from. Oh, man, he's not in this movie, but the kid from uh, Luck of the Irish, who was yeah. also in Smart House, who was also in some... Like, he was really... Some of these kids make me wonder why they never got more roles. Oh, like, yeah. the kid who plays Eddie in here, I was so... He conf- was never anything else. I was so confused. Like, he basically had, like, a couple things for a little while, and then never yeah. really had that more, much more of a career, you know what I mean? Which makes me sad. Um, and for people that don't know the plot to Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Oh, it's a winner. Hit oh, up hold on. I have Bro. the, uh, I have the, uh, the written uh, synopsis. Oh, this is going to be good. <clears throat> <laughs> Eddie loves baseball. His dad is the coach. His best friends are his teammates. But will he strike out with them if he trades his glove for an oven mitt? Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. <laughs> That's all you need right there. That's the plot. That's a miniseries right there. That's the plot, bro. It's an HBO miniseries. It's a movie about a kid who plays baseball and finds his love for cooking. He's always loved cooking for his friends, but he takes a culinary class in high school, and uh, the typical high school story of, hey, uh, I'm passionate about something, Yeah, but my friends... Now I'll make fun of you. I'll make fun of you for it. It definitely... High School Musical definitely steals it. Oh, the absolutely. Corbin Blue's character. Absolutely. That, like, wants to dance, but then all the same. What, yeah, he, want, he wants to make creme brulee. I'm just, yeah, that, yeah, literally that whole song about they it. They were like, dude. I like to play the cello. Like, yeah. nah, man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pick up this basketball. Pick up, man. That's you like all the, you are your entire life. I like math, but I also like to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing's for losers. Do dance. that math. Dances for losers. Now wait a minute while we do a dance number about <laughs> why dancing this. is for losers uh. and why you can't <laughs> conform to the normandy that you need to be. This is about uh, you need to fit into the the square hole when you're trying. Exactly, man. I, that's and all he want to do is bake creme brulee, which is delicious. Which is a delicious treat. It's delicious. That dessert any if you've ever had that one. is a a practical skill that he should learn at his age, but exactly. not. Nah. <laughs> Nah, we hating nah. on brother because he's able nah. to cook. This, I this movie as a kid growing up, I I understood because I think there is that crossroad in your life where you do find something passionate or that you are passionate about that your friends don't really find cool unless you're around friends that are also into that and then you can feel comfortable. You're you usually just shy away from it. Exactly. Was there anything as a kid like, where yeah. you felt like? 
I really want to lean more into this, but like because of how people will view me, I didn't do it. No, it was more like I wanted to lean into stuff, but I couldn't like you couldn't work on a project by yourself. So it was like you tried to convince people, but they weren't in it as much as you. So mm. they just never got anything done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I remember for me, like I I played basketball growing up majority of my life. Yeah. And I also would do theater. I did theater a lot growing up. And once I hit high school, there was, like, that crossroad because I would do theater and then, like, but basketball season would also happen. It was, like, it was literally Troy Bolton. Yeah. There's a musical going on, but I also want to play basketball, so which one do I pick? Yeah. And I remember my friends were, I would say, more supportive than movies. Like, they weren't like, oh, Cameron, you idiot. You know, like, you know, you know, Chad bringing a ball to every class. Like, it yeah. makes no sense. It wasn't that. Remember the kid from Nezzy Classified that always spun the ball on his finger? Yeah. And it never stopped it never spinning. never spinning. Yeah. I can't uh, remember his name. I don't remember his That's name how either. I imagine, that was a great show. That's how I imagine yeah. those guys come to class like, Cameron, man, do what you love. Do what you love, bro. Yeah. Harlem Globetrotter in, um, in training. But anyway, so I ended up choosing. After a while, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to choose theater. And I kind of like lost touch with those friends for a while, the just because like or the, the no the basketball kids, yeah like my all my basketball and those are friends yeah. I had since I was like like a, almost a baby like I've had those friends forever. Sucks. But the funny thing was in high school, I joined this um, or I got accepted to like this all county improv group. So they chose two of the funniest kids from each high school, and then we all like did improv with like. This improv legend in Baltimore, he taught us. Oh, so like we would, cool. it was really sick. And then we did a show at my high school, and then, like it was one of those sh- like shows where like, oh, if you get this, if you're on, if your if your grades are this high, then everyone goes. If that kind of like, if you have a GPA of this much, then everyone goes. People who had low GPAs like had to stay. Yeah, whatever. Um, but this was one of the shows where let everybody go, so everyone got to go. And I did improv in front of all my friends. And it was the first time where I remember getting off stage and everyone being like, that was so funny, bro, bro, bro. And I was like, hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> I made it, dude. I'm I'm funny. I made it. Like, I'm you know? literally famous right now. In this, in this particular moment, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, man, I made a lot of people laugh today. That's dope. <laughs> that, that makes me feel good, you know? I like it. Right? But I, don't, I wouldn't have ever gotten there if I was too afraid to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want to lead. I just want to play basketball or whatever, you know? Yeah. In this scene, he's he's making some hot dogs. Oh, dude, I died when I watched the this messiest scene. hot dogs you've ever seen. He's over there salt baying every ingredient. Imagine being the and person to just... clean up after that. My favorite thing is when they grab the hot dogs, nothing is dirty. <laughs> like I don't know if you. Saw I didn't it. notice that. No. Like he throws onions and sauerkraut and everything. Pickles. And he, he makes these like triple D level hot dogs. Yeah. And then when they go to grab them, there's like nothing. On the thing, I swear, I don't know. Now nah, I'm really curious to see it this really scene play out, out bro. <laughs> like the, yeah, like the surface is mostly clean. It's mostly clean, and like the hot dogs look good. I oh, like there's some over there. I've bro. had a good hot dog. I had a good glizzy in a while. Man. There's a place around the corner I've been dying to go to. What's it called? Dog House. Oh, dog I think they have house. ice cream, but I, I, it's like, <laughs> I think they have ice cream. It's newer, and I really want to go to it. I've been I think dying. they have ice cream. They might have ice cream. <laughs> if they got ice cream, I gotta get bowls. Oh yeah. But dude, now this this cracked me up because there's a bunch of people in here that are like 
went on and there's a bunch that didn't like yeah. the the girl on the team that's a cheerleader yeah was the star of the iZombie zombie show on oh CW. No way. really yeah i didn't know that i thought she looked familiar and i was looking through all you know everybody's filmography yeah, and sure. i was like oh yeah that is that girl just a heck of a lot younger what was this oh three you said oh three yeah oh, okay there's a bunch no i'm t- they went on like a on a roll bro because oh five Oh three had stuck in the suburbs was oh four. There was a Chico. time where they were pumping out a new Disney Channel original movie a month. Even Stevens was a month before this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there was a there was a point yeah, in time Xenon, the Xenon movies. Yeah, where it came out month every month was a new banger. Bro, Proud Family movie oh five Twitches High School Musical Cowbells Wendy Woo Homecoming Warrior Reading and Weep. A second Cheetah Girls, another Halloween time, jump in with Corbin Blue. Push it, push it to the limit. limit. Post High School Musical. Then High School <laughs> Musical 2 was in 2007 and has yeah. ridiculous viewer numbers, dude. Yeah. The one I love, Minutemen with a time travel thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then I quit. I'm right there. But see, that's the I thing, though. I can see it, too. There was a, let me see the list, because there's a point when it, it, it stops, where it, like they just don't, they aren't pushing them out as much anymore. January, and then there wasn't another one until June with Camp Rock. Yeah. And, and obviously Camp Rock did well. I, I think stopped, that was watching, I stopped with, watching with Minutemen, because I never watched the atrocity that is Camp Rock. Yeah. Or the atrocity that is the third Cheetah Girls movie, minus Raven. Camp Rock 2. Yep. And then it just goes on and on. And then that's what I'm saying. Like, after 2012, like, only one came out in 2013. And they were doing, like, what, a month? Right. Holy crap. And now they're remaking some. The production design went. They're remaking some? Yeah, like, they're doing Kim Possible now. Oh, yeah. I you see know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, like, trying to get nostalgia. Like, the fact that Raven's Home has 100 episodes. That's crazy. 100 episodes of that show? I've read on here that they were premiering their 100th original movie which was a remake of a of an 80s film called adventures of babysitting mm-hmm. but to celebrate they played all 100 <laughs> on a marathon Jeez. like they apparently they started with you will like, watch all of it <laughs> they said something about starting with like 50 or 60 of the most popular and then i guess just throwing in the extra 40 wow but they just played every single one of them on a marathon i was like that must have been hype hype and then played like the new one and then yeah it's it's slowed down since then but now this film killed me because it definitely reminded me of exactly what I used to do. Like he's over there watching Bobby Flay on TV, yeah. And I was like, "Bro, I was literally really watching, just thinking all of you. the time." I yeah. used to watch, like, and then you texted me I like, "Bro, Bobby Flay's in this." Yeah, I was like, hey, "Yo, Bobby, <laughs> yo," because there used to be like it was like the Avengers of the Food Network channel. Yeah, I yeah. shit you not. Yeah, like, there was an original lineup of of people on Who Food was Network. It? Yo, Clay, it, yo, Emerald, right? Yo, Emerald, yo. Emerald wasn't on there? It was a banger, right? Uh-huh. Later at night, Emerald would come on. Okay. He had, a lot of them had What are you equivalating shows. him to an Avenger? Who's Emerald? Oh, man, I didn't know he was yeah, Well, we're going there. We're going there. Well, I think Bobby's Iron Man, because Bobby looked okay. like he got a little bit of like a like an ego. Like, yeah, it. I mastered the grill. I'm yeah. grill master. Yeah. And my chef instructor always made fun of him, because he was <laughs> like, yo, stupid, anybody could grill. And I was like, what? He's like, yo, anybody. Oh, you got upset. No, no. I... You talking about Hayden Christensen? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to step to the grill right now? Bobby going to grill you. How you want to be grilled? Medium rare? No, he always used to he always used to make fun of him. He's like, dude, anybody could throw something on the grill. It's not that hard. And I was yeah. like, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. Let's grill it up. Mm. And then you had, because most of them had multiple shows. But at the time, I think Bobby had like one where he was always just grilling or doing something. Rachel Ray came on. 
right. and had 30 minute meals and I watched like all of them. Dang. Never cooked any of them, but I watched all of them. And right I like, now, I'm feeding my dog her dog food. Oh, that's what I give my dog. Rachel Ray, the green bag. Yeah, Yo, you already know. I think I got the purple bag. Yeah, I got the little bites. Yeah, my dog, a little one. <laughs> um, and I liked Rachel because Rachel said it a million times. She's not a chef. She's just like a home cook. Yeah. So like a lot of her things were not restaurant wise. A lot of her techniques, her food, yeah. never. She was doing 30-minute meals. I mean, she would do stuff organically, but I part of me is like, I wouldn't be weirded out if Rachel Ray was like, yeah. I'm making fries, okay, and for my, or I'm making nut, or wings, and for my fries, I'm just buying some from the bag, some yeah. frozen ones. Like, I wouldn't even blink an eye. No. Like, oh, yeah, sure. And it would still be banging. Yeah, this is and great. The, pro, the I can make this right the now. the show was to have dinners for your family that were better than, you know, mac and cheese from a box. Yeah. So they just kept going. If Rachel, like, cut herself, like, mid-show, she would keep going. Yeah. It would stitch her up, like, commercial break. Yeah. So I was like, yo, she balling. She balling, right? Emerald had different ones, but his main one was he was in front of, like, a studio audience, mm-hmm. and all you did all show is wait for the catchphrases, and he wouldn't do it when you wanted him to do it. He would do it when you didn't expect it. So you were watching it. And he would normally save it for, like, when they were going to go to commercial break. Uh-huh. Like, he was a showman. So he would be like, yeah, and then we're going to let these flavors marry together. He always said it. He was like, we're going to let them in the pot. And I was like, yeah, get it. He's going. He's going to do it. And then he grabbed, like, a, <laughs> he grabbed like fucking handfuls of spices, right? Yeah. And then he would just go, bam, 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 another notch. We'll see you when we get back. And the fucking crowd was like, oh, yeah. The Beatles. <laughs> Yo, it was like fucking Beatlemania. Like it was the fucking Ed Sullivan show. He just starts going, bam. None of the spice hit the food. Nope. It just fucking blew in like the, the boom mic guy's face. But he was, he just had passion and flair. Yeah. And it was on so at like 11. Showman. It was at like 1130 at night. Yeah. And I was starving and he just went, another notch. And I was like, Kill it. Bring that flavor up. Yeah, he needed a hype man. Hell yeah, dude. He came on. Bobby came on. Um, fucking Mario Batali used to be there before he got busted. Paula Dean before she got busted. Oof. Paula used to come on. I Bro, I as a black person, she has some great uh, recipes, dog. She has some butter. Bro. She used to be the king of putting a stick of butter Lard and whatever. It, bro, her. The, my mama made some biscuits back before we knew oh. what was going on. Her biscuits were bad, Yo, bro. I told my uncle, Buttery, I was like, you had to know she was a little racist. I, she was probably in the South all those years. My, she was when my mom, a wee bit racist. When she, when we found out yeah. that, I'm oh, sorry, when we found out, when we all knew, <laughs> when we all found what it we knew like already. you saw like a famous person's funeral. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, we just found out he died. Yeah. <laughs> and like, damn, Paula, damn, you Paula. dead now. Uh, we all knew. was. We all knew. Yeah. So it was like, it was kind of just like stating the obvious. But we for have... those who don't know, she was, a, uh, it was like a ex-employee that accused her of throwing out like racial slurs to yeah. the employees. And then I think there was little audio of it. And that's what dumbed I mean, her I, in. Uh, yeah. I, I know that she like, like said that she did. Yeah. Whoa. What was that? Dropping stuff. Uh, yeah, but she got, she got done in, but Tali got done in by like sexual harassment charges. Mm, he, nice. he was the first person I ever knew to wear Crocs. Because he'd constantly <laughs> wear orange Crocs in the kitchen oh, wow. and everywhere else. Like, that was, like, his, his get-up. Mm-hmm. And then Giada De Laurentiis, my brother Lee's favorite, had her everyday Italian show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. You watched the show, but you didn't watch it for the food. That's I, all I'll I say. I wasn't hit, bro. That's I, all I'll say. 
feel like I, I'm more watch the uh, always like the traveling shows, like yeah. Adam vs. Food or Man vs. Food. Sorry, or uh, well, diners, drive-ins, and dive. Like I used to love that show. When Triple D first started, there was nothing else that made you hungrier, and it yeah. wasn't even like gourmet food. It was exactly. just like I need to eat food. It made me happy, oh, or I liked gosh. it because it was. I, I could go and get that food rather than make it because I was like, ah, I don't know. Because like, for you, it was like you also kind of want to be a chef. So for you, it was like it's cool to learn this stuff. But for me, it was like, nah, I'm trying to go to these places where like, I can like, eat a burger. Is that Miami? 40. Yeah, yeah exactly, let me go. You know? yeah. It's got four patties. Right. It, it's, the only, it's the only show with like more episodes than Ridiculousness. It was Triple D. I don't know how he's been to that many places, ate that much food. And it's, it's great every time, man. Yeah, guy, guy, he did have like a cooking show thing. Where he was in a, his home kitchen cooking yeah. and doing stuff. But Triple D was like, that was his joint. When that came oh, on, yeah. like, Set it him was off, a wrap. Sure. And then there were a few other ones. Ina Garten. And she's always the people, they joke about her because she's always just like, okay, now we're going to put uh, fresh lemongrass. And if you don't have lemongrass, store-bought will do. Yeah. You know, she's always got, like, something that you're never going to forget obtain. There's a guy on TikTok that imitates her videos, and he does them perfectly really yeah, yeah he's like we're gonna put a little bit of uh, hawaiian volcano salt and if you don't have volcano salt regular salt will do just fine <laughs> it won't taste exactly my it friend. won't taste exactly i need breast milk from a cambodian immigrant yeah <laughs> if they haven't climbed a mountain in the last two days don't worry about don't it. worry whole milk will do just fine. whole milk <laughs> whole milk from great great value will be perfectly well, fine although suits your needs it, it, <laughs> You're dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. there was a bunch of shows all back to back like that. And I eventually quit because I didn't want to do cooking anymore, per se, although I still like to watch the shows. Mm-hmm. But then they changed the shows. Like some of them, like Dinner Impossible, which I really loved, became like Restaurant Impossible mm-hmm. before I ever saw Gordon doing it. But Gordon wasn't on Food Network. He was on all these other things. Yeah. In Britain and then on Fox. Gordon kind of took it to another level. I, I've, another I've never level. seen a chef be as popular as he is. And get, like, 17 shows. 17 shows, world-renowned restaurants. Like, Andrew Zimmerman's show, where he goes around mm-hmm. the country, is really cool, but that wasn't Food Network. Uh, Anthony Bourdain's show wasn't Food Network. Like, yeah. there were a lot of things that helped beef up other channels. Bro, I'm sitting on you know? a Kitchen Nightmares episode right now. Oh, for real? I, oh, I, I made it, and I... And Some I, of them are so entertaining. Bro, the one I... Yeah, I'm not... what. I'm just, I've been sitting on it. Cause I'm like, man, I like, but I don't know when to throw this one out there. But I love that. Kitchen Nightmares is one of the best shows I've ever seen. I, I used to sit in my dorm room and watch episode after episode. I love that show. Dude. I mean, it's great, too, because it's like watching a really cringy episode of The Office. Yeah. But knowing that it's even cringier because it's not scripted. It's like, not scripted, those bro. Are real people. And that's what I'm saying, because part of you going to go, like, is this fake? But then, no, you could actually go to these places oh, in real life. You can like, go. Like, it's not. Unless they were the really cringy ones that they were like, yeah, they shut down. Yeah, they shut down. Two weeks after Gordon left. You know what I mean? Like, they were I'm going to talk about it. You remember the one with Amy's baking cup? Bro, that that episode is so freaking wild, bro. I'm talking about the Amy's bakery one. That one's crazy, dude. Yeah, because they're literally like, here's this guy. He's coming to help you. (laughs) You know it's going to be painful. It's going to be like visiting a hoarding house and getting rid of your stuff. Yeah. And they were just like. Get the hell out of here, man! Like and he's like, all right, yeah, say, say less. I've, I've ne- they yell at so Ooh. many people. They don't tip their serve. I was like, yo, this is a crazy episode. Bro. And you got to think that you got to have some thought of like, oh, this is on television. People are gonna know us, right? We're never gonna work here, and yeah. we're gonna go under if we don't do. Better. Their story did go under, but they were just like, nah. 
We're doing us. You know, they had a that store had a um, after Gordon left, they had a really big like influence of people because obviously the, yeah the they, they, they really want well. they want to see yeah the um, and they were even themselves. selling merch that like Gordon Ramsay didn't even like left oh the, you they know, got like, underground they sold merch <laughs> yeah they sold merch <laughs> unlicensed that's what it is yeah yeah, yeah. oh uh, I love that dude that's funny as but I guess eventually like you know just her attitude and everything just kind of shut the place down Oof. eventually the facade or the facade the the whatever wears off and you're like oh this is just a really crappy establishment with. Yeah, you can't, you can't go ten years after the episode yeah. aired. It was only that first month or two that you were like following the ambulance. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Oh Amy's boy, baking company. Yeah. So I found out Orlando Brown's doing better though. He, now he wasn't good yeah. for him for a while. He was getting over an addiction. Yeah. You've seen that uh, interview with him and Doctor Phil? I think so. Yeah. I feel bad for some of these guys because it's like you do get a little bit of money and sometimes you do dumb stuff with that yeah. money, man. I, I'm, I ain't gonna lie though. I don't know how much he made doing this. For Raven and all that, I just I, I never know when it comes to these Disney Channel stars. There's only so many parents like Macaulay Culkin who like set their kid up for life. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin's still ranking in those like uh, Home Alone checks, those royalties, you know. Bro, I think but these parents, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they did the same for their kids. Your parents' guardian support system has to be solid if you're gonna, to. if you're gonna allow your kid to become to work in that industry at that age. You have to have some salt, and a lot you of them, to. a lot of them don't. A lot of them make them wait. I've you see this happening to Amanda Bynes right now. Like her parents are holding her money. From I know it's crazy. I listen to a lot of the. I listen to the whole thing for Office Ladies because mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah, and they talked a lot about like specifically uh, Jenna, who plays Pam, talked mm-hmm. about like I believe it was her saying like her parents made her wait because they were mm-hmm. like, no, nah, you're gonna be no child actor. Like, yeah, you know, wait until you're older, and then if you're if you still want to do it, pursue Go it. Go for it. And I feel like there's a lot of that. That's like. There's a lot of professionalism in that and being like, look, we're going to protect you because it could be bad. It could be bad. Like some of these kids, uh, which weird, you never think about, like even these kids here, like they literally went to school on set, like law mandates that they have some sort of schooling. So they were like taking classes like on set at some point, you know what I mean? And you forget that because you just think like, oh yeah, they're acting. I'm like, it's a job. It's a job, dude. It's a job. Like anything is a job. And And it's more than a nine to five. That job is a 12 hour day. Yeah, exactly. And depending on the shoot time and what you're doing, like obviously a lot of this is stage work. So it's not like you're doing night shoots, but it's like like a 12 hour day. Exactly. And on top of that, yeah, like you said, like either A, they're going to school on set or B, Mm -hmm. the movie releases and they go back to public school. Yeah. Isn't that That's why I feel bad talking about the Star Wars people, about Jake Lloyd. Yeah, like, you're getting bullied at school. Being that young, I was like, yeah, that's that's when you're like, I'm taking you out of. Like, yeah, you have to. Films yeah, and stuff you have and to. You're homeschooled or something because, yo, Eddie making his first like creation, the barbecue sauce destroys. Bro. Yeah, he'd be making like Ed sauce in the kitchen. Yeah, the barbecue absolutely sauce. destroys this entire kitchen. I love like, top to bottom. I love in this movie because there's yeah, like, a bunch of times this this golden retriever gets soaked. With food, and there's two uh, fantastic food fight scenes. Yo, I was gonna say that too. Yeah, that I was a kid, always wanted to be in a food. fight. Always, always wanted to be in a food. Fight. Dying to be in a food fight, and they get into like two of them in this film, and I'm so jealous. Right? I don't even know. I was, I'm dying. Hey, look at this dog. Yo, the dog is covered in like barbecue. I just don't understand how like jelly. how uh, my mom would beat my ass oh, if yeah. my kitchen looked like this. She wouldn't just take a bite of a sandwich and be like, all right, later. There was sauce dripping. This is my brother right here. He sleep eats. 
He, really? Motherfucker ate like a whole cake in his sleep one time. Like it was like a whole leftover cake and he was just in the fridge and I think somebody walked in <laughs> somebody walked in on him and he was like a raccoon. Like you just see like the, you just see like the kitchen light bathing him and he's just like, you know, looking at you. <laughs> Shit, where is he? He's on the walls. He's on the wall. That's the predator. Quick, cover yourself in mud. That's not a real thing. <laughs> he can't see you if you don't move. That's not real either. He ate a whole cake. I swear, you got. We gotta ask him. He'll, we'll be, we gotta put him on eventually. He's gotta be on. Because I got. I gotta know. He'll tell you the cake story. He'll tell you the story of the six patty burger from McDonald's that I'm he sorry, ate. Sorry, what? Yeah, it's six patty burger. He just went and had them put like six patties on a burger. Ate the whole burger. Plus the fries, plus a drink, plus like a pie, and then still had Chinese food like later, like an hour later. He'll tell you. That's crazy. It's one of those like kid stories you have where you're like, yo, remember that legendary day? You ate all <laughs> it's in the pantheon of, Jeez, of legendary man. stories, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, both of those both the food fights in the scene are like insane. I would just think like as a kid on set, that must have been dope. Like oh, that must yeah. have been like two of the gr- couple of the greatest. We're shooting days. the food fight today. We're like, yeah, what? yeah. The next two days, we're uh, clear the schedule. We're yeah. shooting the food fight, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Let's like go. We have permission to do these things. Do you think? See, okay, so are those the benefits of being a child actor? You know what I mean? Like to be able to you're growing. Like think about the cast of Harry Potter. Right? They grew up on set. There's a they went to Hogwarts. You know what I mean. There's a hot second in between, like wanting to cook and stuff. That I was like, dude, I want to be an actor. But my main motivation for wanting to be an actor was I realized that I didn't like the fact that when you apparently got older, you just did a job and that was the job you did for the rest of your life. Yeah, because an actor was like so many things. Why choose? Yeah. Like if you were an actor, like you could study a role and you you were a police officer then you did another role and you were a mountain climber i was like an actor is a way to literally have every job yeah and never be stuck so i said bro that's that's what i want to do and and you know you you also are influencing people to become those like mm-hmm. a kid can watch a cop movie and be like i want to be a cop yeah my freaking friend was like he loved scrubs and he was like bro i'm gonna be a doctor and there it he's is like literally like three quarters of the way there there it is and i was like sometimes because he watched the show it works that way with a bunch it, of people that aren't doctors it's, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy what I'm saying. it's so cool the way yeah. it is and i thought that would be really dope to never have a job that's you know that job and have to stick with that forever it yeah was just not that you have to but that's usually like the norm of what happens because it's like okay i gotta get this job i gotta get good at it yeah and then i might just stay in it I was like, well, if you were an actor, I can do anything. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. A lot of appeal to it when you're a kid. Jeez, man. And you don't understand the real side of uh, how difficult it could be to get to a point where you can have the freedom to actually have roles and uh, <laughs> right. be liked enough. Gosh, um, man. Yeah, dude, while well, I was thinking, too, the cheerleading girl in this, I said that she was on the iZombie show. Yeah. She's the Yellow Ranger at some point. What? I didn't... Uh, it's a Power Rangers RPM. Oh, she, I didn't watch that season. She but. plays the Yellow Ranger. I don't. I don't even know what the is it RPM or does RPM stand for something? I have no RPM. Idea. That huh? is a really, really good question. That's cool. She was a Power Ranger. That's pretty. That's sick. what I was looking up all the people, and I was like, oh yeah, I recognize her. She from the I Zombie show, and then I was like, yo, hold up, she's actually. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Summer lands down the Yellow Ranger and Power Rangers RPM from 2009, the 17th season. 
of Power Rangers. Seven? Oh, yeah, so she played. Dang. I don't even know, man. Power like Rangers I, goes deep. We are yeah, there's so many seasons of Power Rangers, We touched bro. upon that. Apparently, that season has something called alpha, Alphabet Soup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Here's one of the food fights. Look at this crazy. Look at look at that, man. Oh, this dude, man's holding so two fun. cans you know, of whipped cream. You know what cream. me up is his friend here. Yeah. That's the quintessential haircut of, Absolutely. like, 90% of the kids, the white kids I knew at school. Oh, really? That's the, like, <laughs> spiked gel. Yeah. And they, they, like, dip their hand every morning in that giant gel jar. Yeah, and just spike it up, bro. Spiked it up. Then put a full pump of Axe body spray on. Oh, yeah. Walked into the cloud. No shower. No shower. And that's how in you, you rolled into, like, And wonder why they have acne. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder why. I can eat whatever I want, little bastard. The teacher does not have anything under no, control no, there. No, that was me when I saw the food teach. I was just like, yeah. Bro, how, what was the craziest, like, classroom experience you had substitute teaching? I told this kid... You better not jump that table. <laughs> five, <laughs> five minutes later, he fucking jumped the table. <laughs> dude was like evil Knievel. How old are these kids? They're middle schoolers. Dang. Uh, like dude, sixth grade? Because grade? we finished everything, or it was like a Friday or something where they didn't have work, mm-hmm. and everyone was just kind of like chilling out, and most of the people... The thing is, the classrooms you get, 99% of the kids are perfectly fine. Okay. And they do the work that they got left, or they watch whatever movie, or whatever. They're fine. And it's that one to two kids that act up and don't do it, and all they do is derail the whole rest of the class, or try their best to just, like, have the attention be on them. Gotcha. And this kid, they were like, yo, jump the table, do it. And I was like, dude, <laughs> don't jump that table. Like, yeah. dude, like, you're... I'm not having you get hurt. Like, yeah, don't don't do that. I'm throwing you out of the room if you jump a table. And like, yeah. somehow in the next like three to five minutes, he jumped the table. Now he cleared the table, so I was impressed. But I couldn't <laughs> let him know that. So I literally said, "Go to this other classroom," because the teacher earlier on was like, "Oh, if you have anything wrong, just you know send send them over here. Yeah. I'll just put them in the back of the room." But like, you have to. I I never liked doing the substitute teaching because no one trained you. You just had to have a diploma and a pulse. And, and a they, pulse. <laughs> and they didn't do any training. They didn't have any classes. They didn't even vet you to see if, like, you were good. Yeah. Like, you did, like, a background check to get approved sure. to, like, be able to substitute for any of the Seminole County schools. But no one was like, hey, can you handle a classroom full of 30 kids that are hopped up on sugar and uh, middle schoolers? What did you teach? Or, you, or was it anything? It was anything. You could even Dang. do uh, two or three times I filled in for, like, the gym teacher. That was probably sick. Which was the easiest day ever because all you did was let the other co-gym teachers just do the class. And all you did was sit there. I don't even know why they had, had a substitute come in for you. Yeah. Because they didn't do anything. Whoa. Like, they nothing at all. I just sat there as the kids ran around and that was the whole day. I loved my... But it was dope because it made it really easy. Yeah. I used to love, like, PE and, and uh... Like those classes, I used to love my teachers. They were dope. I wasn't sporty, but like P was like love up there with gym because you were P, like, "Oh, cool! Man. I don't have to do work." It was the best. Yeah. I played dodgeball or something. Yeah, dodgeball. Yeah. I remember our teacher. His, oh man, what was his name? He he used to talk real country, <laughs> and uh, he made this game called Wall Ball. You ever play Wall Ball? Mm-hmm. It was like you you could dribble once. You could oh you could dribble three times, run three times. 
and then he had to stop and then pass the ball to somebody else. And then he would tape out like boxes, and then in those boxes was another little box that someone would goaltend. Hmm. So you'd have to like get to the other goal and then throw the ball into the little square, and then you get a point. Your team would get a point. Yeah. It was really cool. He also made also made wall ball with those little scooters that you would run over your hands with. Oh yeah, he used to do it on scooters too. Oh. But anytime he was like, "It's wall ball time," we'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's lit." Yeah. Coach Miller, ball ball they didn't break bro. out the scooters enough, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It was like not that often that we would actually like do it. I do remember that horrible time of the year where it suddenly came out the presidential fitness test. The presidential. And I was like, that's not fitness. real. The pacer. I was like, that happened like in the eighties. I was like, that's not real anymore. That's just like the county trying to get numbers on yeah. stuff. So kids. they were like, yeah, let me put these in. You know what I mean? It was the Scantron of the PE world. I just remember, yeah, I hated those days. Especially because there's always that one kid that was, like, trying to... Oh, yeah. Like, the he's the only one left at the pacer. Bro. And it's like, bro, just... You won, bro. Just give it up, man. There was a thing we did... We gotta just sit here and wait for you. <laughs> there's a, the middle school was brand new. And I think my brother, my older brother, was the first class to be able to go to it. So we were, like, the second or third year. So they were very strict about things. Dude, one time, somebody put graffiti in the bathroom. Ooh. Like, dude, your bathrooms and everything else will just get all messed up all the time. But because the school was so new, they were trying so hard to keep it fresh. Yeah. And somebody drew some sort of thing in the bathroom on mm-hmm. Sharpie. They locked down the whole grade and wouldn't let anyone go to lunch until, like, they found out. Until they found out or just sweated everyone enough. Jeez. And I was just standing there in line, like, We have bro. to make an example. I was yeah. like, what kind of ignorant mother liquor drew a freaking penis on the bathroom and now i can't go eat my chicken nuggets yeah i was pissed but they started making up tradition things to like hold on and one of the traditions was a race around the school Mm. you literally would just i don't remember what they called it you would just try to see what lap time you could get and it was just one lap around the school and i don't remember the length of it but i didn't want to do it because no one wants to run around (laughs) the school (laughs) right all the dudes would do all the same thing. Yo, yo, bro, I'm just going to walk. I'm not even feeling it, man. I'm just going to walk. And I was like, yo, we're walking this year? I was like, all right, cool. I don't want to feel left out. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll do a mild jog. I'll do, like, a jazzercise jog. <laughs> jazzercise with the other jog. With the other moms, like, yeah. yo, get me a fanny pack. I'm there. Yeah. I'm not running. <laughs> yo, all these fucking kids that had, like, you know, pre-six packs and they they played lacrosse and they were cooler than you yeah they were all like bro we're gonna walk yo whistle blue those Take motherfuckers off. took off. Take off yeah yo they were fast and i was like yeah. you lied to me and i just briefly jogged then had chest pains about halfway then got a second win <laughs> then had a chest pain cramp again i was yeah. getting inside you know an ulcer that's funny. turns out i was just lazy Jeez. And then I'd have, you know, like 15 minutes and they'd have like, they'd already be inside. Yeah, done. Like six, 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 six minutes. Minute, yeah. yeah. They were like, oh, bro, what are we doing after this? Yeah. Like clearly we're choking in a poisonous mushroom cloud of axe in the, <laughs> in the freaking locker room. It was bad, man. Oh, yeah. It smelled horrible in there. That is how it was. And man. then they'd make you go to class after. Oh, yeah. And you were like sweating bullets. Oh, yeah, because no one took a shower in those locker rooms. So. Oh, hell no. I was afraid. Yeah. I yeah. thought that's what they were going to make us do. Oh, you did? Because that's what TV shows and sure. movies. Yeah. They were like, oh, when you get into high school or whatever, you use the showers. Remember mm-hmm. it? Oh, yeah. Pennywise came out mm-hmm. the drain. I thought that was me. I thought I was going to fucking die. Oh, man. And then it turns out they don't use the showers. No one uses those showers. And I was like, yo, thank God, because yeah. I was going to hide. 
I know a couple of people that like use them after like basketball games like, or like football. Yeah, I know yeah. a couple people that would do it, but like you know, it was very rare. They were there, and you could, but it yeah. was, but they weren't doing it to like regular people in school doing. PE. No, exactly. Like, like, that if was you played like a sport that yeah, then usually yeah. no one would really think it was weird. I don't know when that ended though. What do you mean? Because I swear, like our parents probably hit the showers and PE after school, but I don't know. I don't know. Probably as we not, got, became more self conscious. Not something I remember. It's a lot of self conscious kids. I was about to do like too. JD and Scrubs. I was about to have shower shorts. <laughs> I was like you're getting changed. Yeah. No. No thanks. I think there's nothing more uh, uh, humbling than in college when you're in like a communal shower. No, thank you. Yeah, I did communal showers for a while, and no, that was no. always the most like, what is happening right now? We don't have to do it. So why, Freshman why year, I, I, I stayed on the same floor as a lot of the football team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was a freshman, so I went to go take a shower. And one of the football guys came in the stall right next to me, and he was taller. He looked so like he could you, see over. The look you have is like a, I've seen some things. Yes, because he was, I was taking a shower. I looked over, and he was like, and he looked down at me. And he was like, yo. And I was like, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what's up? Yo, this what's, is what's terrible. What's good? I hate everything about this. <laughs> Should we fist bump? I don't even know what to do in this situation. Yeah, it was made no sense. You just covered in shampoo. You just walk away. Yeah, I, I also loved it because once I got older, I got into like a because I went to a very religious university, Hampton University in Virginia. It's a it's an HBCU, but it's 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 really based in religion, hmm. so there aren't that many co-ed dorms. It's it doesn't it's only one dorm on campus, even probably to this day that's co-ed. Yeah, and it's only if you're honors. So I got into that dorm, and it, and it went first. <laughs> Want to look at women? Yes, get them grades. Get good up, grades boy. exactly. So <laughs> the first, I think three or four floors were all guys, <laughs> and then every floor after that was all girls. So it wasn't like you were staying in the same. Like that's a brilliant plan. Yeah, because otherwise you'd have to go down and pass them. Exactly. It's like no, you're not reaching the tower. And there were usually the like women are guards, not guards. That's <laughs> like, armed guards. Where you going? Where you going, boy? <laughs> Third floor. Why are you walking up one more? Step? Why are you? Wa- but yeah, usually, like, like, like a revolver. There were RAs that were anal about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it, they were like basically a, policing it. Yeah, like hey, why are you here? Yeah, you know, thing. Obviously, if you were cool with your RA, then he'd be like, whatever, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But um, I remember there were always the guys that were like super fit would like always stay around in the hallway, like near the stairwell. That's where I'm gonna do my morning stretch. Exactly. So that girls would walk by and see them like without. It was yeah. stupid as well. Oh, thing. just coming out from the shower. Yeah. Just, no, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. It's sorry. no big. He's just been spritzing himself with a bottle to keep to keep moist. Yeah. You know, to keep the keep the glint, just doing push ups in a towel. Out. Like, what are yeah. we doing right now? You hear yeah. somebody coming? He just drops down, and gives it five, <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, "Oh, Cameron, it's oh. just you." Yeah. Why are you? Uh, why are you, you good, glistening, bro? Why, is that glitter? You good? <laughs> Glitter don't come off easy, Cam. My bad, bro. My bad. Yeah, I, I thought you were somebody else. Dorm living is some of the that's, some of the. That, I, that's what I wanted to avoid because I didn't want to do anything like dorm that. Dorm living is is a, is an is an experience. Something else. It definitely teaches you though how to like to like how to coexist with people because hmm. you're given this random roommate. Yeah, and exactly. told You have to make it through a semester with this person. Yikes! Crazy. I didn't think I could make it. I avoided it at all costs. You would have been all right. It just depends I on the roommate, so. you know? It probably would have been better for me, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the roommate. I had some people had horror stories roommates, and if it's really bad, they'll let you change, usually. But, like, hmm. 
I met some cool people while you know because it, it you if you can I think sometimes people go into room or dorms thinking like I need to be best friends with this person and yeah. you don't you can just be cool with them. You just be like a neighbor, be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, like, we stay in the same room. I'm cool with you. I respect your space. You respect mine. Yeah. You know, if I'm studying, you know that, like, and a lot of, like, I made really good friends with one of my roommates, Gordon. Shout out, Gordon. I know he listens. Gordon. He works at Microsoft. Dude, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I stayed with him from sophomore year until junior year, because senior year is when I moved into that uh, co-ed one, um, and he moved off campus. But, um... Uh, staying with him was like the perfect like we stayed we 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 had two different social circles so like who Gordon hung out with wasn't who I hung out with so it was like he go out hang out with his friends go to his classes because he majored in um, we majored in kind of the same thing but he did more band I did more theater so it was like we were kind of separate for a lot of the times but that's how most of the roommates were in, or some of the roommates in like college that yeah. I knew like with their other roommates it'd be like well they're in a different degree they're, so yeah like, they're completely they have their own life. life in a way exactly so he would come back and be like oh yo I was doing this oh great or you know uh, like I do a show he texts me yo dope, dope show bro I got some ramen in the room if you you know if you're hungry when you get back you know this but we were doing two complete I feel like if you're best friends with that person and then things go south. Yeah. Then it's like fuck, man. Because then it's like that's your best friend. And on top of that, you don't even like. It's even if like I'm a cool with the person. It's like all right, well, I can just stay more time out of the dorm than in. Yeah. But like if he's your friend too, then it's like ah, oh, oh, that, that sucks. sucks yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sucks, dude. This man could murder me in my sleep. Yeah. I remember in the Disney College program, there was a we stayed. I was probably one of the most insane living with random people experience I've ever had. I've been into one of the apartment things oh yeah for the college program once it was interesting i've i've never i once saw a naked girl run around my apartment and i because they were both on molly hmm. and i remember being like y'all work at magic kingdom <laughs> you? yeah you're both high as fuck on molly and you both have a shift at magic kingdom in an hour you're like don't you work on space mountain that's crazy, bro. That's wild. But anyway, there was a, there was girls that lived next door to us that one of the girls like said she was gonna murder one of the girls and like like stayed one day fully in the closet, like literally Whoa. just hyped up in the closet so they had Whoa. to get security to get her out. I was like, that's crazy. I should tell you this roommate slash. Oh yeah, story. by all means. By all I means. don't remember all the details. Okay, but it was scary as fudge. All right. So I was living with my girlfriend when I shouldn't have been. Okay. Because how old were you? Give me a timeline. Well, this is when I was in college. Okay. So this was like 2012. Okay. So I was like 2021. 20, sure. So I shouldn't have been living with her. It was dumb, but I didn't want to live in my grandma's house anymore. Okay. She was trying to be mad strict, and at that point, I was like, I want to be free. I'm an adult, and I didn't have friends back home. I had like mm. my good friend John across the street, friend Nick down the street, and that was it. Okay. Besides my brothers, like I was very shy as a kid. I didn't have friends, so when gotcha. I came here. It was very weird because then you started befriending all these people and hanging out, and I didn't do that. So uh, it was like I was Bambi, struggling to I stand was Bambi. up. And I couldn't relate Bambi that to lives. my grandmother, and she was like, "Oh, you gotta come home early, and gotcha. you gotta go to school, and friends are a luxury you don't have, and you gotta focus." And I was like, "Yo, it's the first time I had friends, right? Like on that level where I they could be like, "Yo, you want to hang out?" You know, besides my my good guy, and Tony. they're old enough to where they're like asking you that at like eight p.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was you know it got weird, so I said f it, but it wasn't right because like my friend's roommate, um, 
she was like, you know, always like, what, what do you mean? You go, mm. basically, like, move yourself in here and whatever. But we, you know, I was there and, you know, it was a it was a nice place close to here. And yeah. they had some people that, like, lived behind us. And I think that her roommate was friends with some of them. And they, a couple of them were also in full sale for, like, different degrees. Yeah. Bro, she came in and told us a story one night of, like, the girl and... The gist of the story was that this girl was like <laughs> haunted by like a demon. Whoa. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, sounds Because this is like one wall over. Mm. And I was like, what? And she tried telling us a story about that the girl was like haunted by a demon and like tried telling them all this like spooky stuff. Yeah. And she had like scratches on her back Yo. from it. And I was, I to this day, I could never remember the full story to be like, that's crazy. No, nah, that's got to be baloney. But I, she told it with such sincerity that I was like, Yo, you being like for real, for real? Like, Yo. and I never figured anything out. I never figured that's out wild. if it was real. I never figured out if like the friend was telling the truth or something yeah. like that. I'd been into that apartment once. Because one night I think they had like a rat or a mouse mm. and we were trying to help them get it. Yeah. But I never went, I never even looked that way again. Whoa. The whole rest of the time I was there because I was like, yo, what are you talking about, man? That's crazy. I'm, I'm so sorry we're sidetracked. Uh, oh, yeah, we but um, Eddie's story. <laughs> I, I have to tell this story. So, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, we're, we're, we're more in great conversation. Lately. We're here for great good times. <laughs> uh, but so I had my senior year, for quick context, my senior year, I stayed in that co ed dorm. And I was able to finesse for a whole year my own room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you about that. The guy who lived next door to me, um, they had they were uh, like dorm doormates, and one of them was white. Now I went to an HBCU, so it was very rare that we had like white students. HBCU. HBCU, historically black college. That's a thing. Yeah. So it's historically black colleges were, you know. They were they were created in the mix of like uh, segregation. Uh, black kids couldn't really go to you know PWIs. But you, white you could be anybody and still go. To this day, you can be any skin color and go. Yeah. But they're more yeah, black yeah, black yeah, kids yeah. more go to them because they're just historically known. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fraternity and sorority scenes really huge out there, and I I I personally all of the white friends that I knew at that school are doing really well because the I'm not just, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say. Uh, probably white institutions don't care about you because I'm sure you will find professors that do yeah. but I still talk to a lot of my professors to this day they yeah, still yeah, yeah, care yeah. about me they're still giving me job opportunities if they can cool, they care right? about you they care about the student because they know that a lot of the kids that go there don't come from money uh, yeah they don't have opportunities exactly and yeah. it's really hard to get into those schools they're not easy schools to get into so it's like because the the, pop, the the student like population isn't very big there's not that many dorms so it's not like they can just let anybody in. Yeah, you, you gotta I mean? you gotta work together. Right. But anyway, sorry, off off topic. But so anyway, there was a guy, the white guy that went there. He was super cool. Um, and maybe like after we came back for Christmas break, I remember I was walking towards the library and someone was like, "Yo, the library is closed. If you're trying to go there," I was like, "Word." And he was like, "Yeah, some dude jumped off the top, the the top floor un- into the lobby, like committed suicide." What? And I was like, whoa, all right, that's crazy. So we walk back. I walk back to my dorm. I'm walking up the stairs, and then my dorm director was like, Cam, you can't, your floor is closed right now. And I was like, what? And she was like, your floor is closed right now. Like, there's cops on your floor. Like, you can't be on your floor. 
And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I have a paper due, so I need my laptop, bro. Like, I need it. And she was just like, oh, give me a second. So then she called someone else, and she was like, all right, I can escort you to your room real quick to get your laptop. And it was the white guy that lived right next door. Really? Yeah. He, that was the guy he, Yeah, he killed himself. I, You know, obviously, I have no idea why. I walked up, and I see all the cops in his room, and I was like, was it him or was it the other kid? Because the other kid was black. Hmm. Um, anyway, so I got my stuff, and then um, we, I went to, like, the student, like, center, like, where everyone goes to, like, eat yeah. food and talk shit. And um, I went there, and then someone was like, yeah, yeah, he, he jumped. Like, he, everyone saw him, like, staring over the edge, and he just jumped off. I was just like, <laughs> So they moved that kid out, like his other roommate. They moved him out, but so oh, his, I wouldn't stay. His yeah. room stayed vacant for the rest of the semester. I stayed there. Like they didn't, they didn't make me move because I was like, I don't want to move because I don't want a roommate. I just want to be chilling in here by myself. Yeah, but it was always eerie, like walking by that room every day, being like, man, that's crazy, dude. There's just something about it, bro. Crazy. But the next year they opened it up. People were staying in there, so it's not like they like closed down the room or anything. I always, I thought about it the other day. I said, I don't know how. How you do that when you were like, oh, somebody got murdered here or something? Yeah, like how you don't just bulldoze it, burn it down. Like how it's like, yeah, we're gonna do this. And yeah, we're gonna be in here again. And I was like, I don't know. If you're looking for a house, do you need to know if someone got murdered in there? Me? Mm-hmm. Mm, I probably don't want to know. You don't want to know. I don't okay. want to know. And if it's as legendary enough that people know and they tell me beforehand, it's like, uh, we're yeah. moving on. Different spot. <laughs> You're renting out the Amityville house or something? Hey, did you know this is built in an ancient Indian? No. Yeah, this is <laughs> one of the first uh, yeah. uh, exorcism was. was yeah, like, yeah. What? Like, what? No way. I'll be right back. Got to get something from the car. And we're going to sign these papers, <laughs> right? You <laughs> <laughs> peeled I'll, out in a Prius. That was impressive. We have talked enough to make it to the second food fight. Yeah, second food fight. <laughs> I'm telling you, I always wanted to do a food fight in school, but you know what I was afraid of? I was afraid of the fact that I was going to be out that day. You know how whenever you're uh, out, shit goes down, yeah, yeah, you get yeah, back yeah. in and somebody's like, yo, man, yeah. yo, you missed a fight. What? Yo, the fight, man. They st- they said, hey, man, something happened. They started swinging. Yeah. And then you miss it. I always thought the food fight would be on my day off. So I'm glad that didn't happen to me, but I'm also upset that I never got the food fight. You know what episode of a, of a children's television show helped me not skip school? Hmm. Hey, Arnold. Yo, for real? There was an episode where Arnold and Harold, or Arnold and Gerald skip, and they have the worst day because they try to go to a baseball game. But then they don't want to get seen by the, the camera. Is that the they're stuck behind the pillar? They're stuck behind the pillar. Yeah, yeah. All these things happen. And then it's a terrible day because the whole time they're just trying not to get caught that they're yeah, not they at school. Yeah, they tried to Ferris Bueller it. And then they walk back to school and Harold and all of them come out. They have, like, carnival stuff all over them. They're like, bro, you missed it. Yo, there yeah, was yeah, a carnival. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they're just sitting there like, are you serious? And ever since I was like, I've always been afraid as That's a kid to be like, you know, if, I miss, if I miss today, oh, what if today geez. they go off, you know? Yeah, that was definitely me with the food fight. I was like, yo, something, something, something dope's about to happen. They're going to be gone, yeah. He's like, yo, yo, you missed it, man. There was a giraffe. What? You what? Remember? Teacher said there's going to be a giraffe. <laughs> Y'all wasn't listening. Bro, man. Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson were <laughs> at the school today. What? What? Are you serious? You missed it. Allen Iverson was cornrowing his hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usher? Usher? The Usher? Drizzy? Drizzy was here? Yo, bro. We'll take Jimmy. Yeah, just anybody. You know, little Romeo. I was sitting here watching Just Judy all day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like five episodes in Just Don't Jordan. Scratch me. You need to call me. Come call on. me on the on the flip <laughs> phone. I didn't even know she was underneath here. Yeah, she came out of me. She's been scratching my Oh boy. Any uh, any any final thoughts on uh, Eddie's million dollar cook off? 
Final thoughts. Here we go. Um, the things that the thing that makes me watch DComs over and over again, and the reason why I love them, is because there is some overarching message that they're trying to tell you. With this movie, I feel like it. it in like we were talking about High School music, Musical, it's just like you know being able to be confident in your own passions, understand that like you know people may judge you for it, but it's okay. And they t- and they do a good job telling it in this movie because it isn't kind of spoon fed. It isn't sugar cookie. Yeah, his friends are mad at him for it. His dad borderline disowns him in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. For wanting to cook, 100%. and he still like you know sneakily sub- submits his barbecue sauce in for the cook off. He still wants to be a cook, no matter. And to me, it's like it's not that like I, I want to be a cook. Well, you know what, son? Yes, I. Yeah. It's okay. You can skip. Like, no, it's he has to make hard decisions, and I and I like that. I like. Yeah, the, it's definitely like a Tyler Perry kind of like. There's a message in there. Yeah, it's hidden. Still, even yeah, if it but it's is there. Kinda like a funny kids movie. Yeah, and I think that's important though, because it's like you're still showing kids some sort of like something that's funny for them. Yeah, but it has a message. You're giving. Yeah, these movies are so obviously made for kids, and oh, obviously yeah. I can go back and watch them and laugh at. The, the you know goofiness. the goofiness the the inconsistencies sure I can poke my fun at it but at the end of the day like they made an attempt to make a decent movie with an overarching message like I'd still show it to my kids exactly like, yo man you and wanna, they and they still mess with it yeah, yeah. And they still mess with and it it's still pretty fun like there's yeah. a lot of things well, how about you man final thoughts um, I'm convinced that the Eddie is actually Bobby Flay's illegitimate son. <laughs> he looks so much because like he him. looks so yeah, much like Bobby. Sounds like Bobby. Yeah. And in the scenes with him, I was like, "Yo, there's like a little hidden message in this movie that like Eddie's dad ain't his dad. Yeah. Eddie's dad is Bobby, and Bobby knows, and he's trying to get him to come to the world yeah. of cooking. So one day he could be like, "You're my son. You're my son." And then like knight him with a spatula, mm-hmm. and then now he's the grill master's son. To this day, Girl every Master time I uh, crack an egg, I think of this movie because I can't crack one with one hand. Oh, you can't? Like, you can't? Oh, I learned how to do it when I was young, yeah. I, I never learned. It was so much fun. This movie should have made me want to learn, but I never learned. <laughs> I was in, like, a skills competition like Eddie does. It wasn't, like, Food Network, but they have them everywhere, like, Skills USA. Yeah. I just didn't do the cooking portion. I did the waiter portion. But I, ta- I definitely killed that story on this pod before. Hell yeah. But I should have done the cooking line because I wanted to see if it was anything <laughs> like Eddie, bro. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Sweating in the kitchen. Jeez. Oh, uh, well. All right, man. That's a, that's probably not the first decom or the last decom. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, absolutely not. We got some more to go at through. At some point, someone's going to request to do High School Musical with us, and we're going to have to <sighs> indulge. Yeah. And at some point, we'll probably watch Twilight's. I directed a children's musical production of High School Musical, too. I won't get into that story until we talk about the movie. High School Musical 2. I directed a, stu- a, I think it was third through sixth grade production. Did you, did you guys do a rendition of his scene at the golf course in the grass? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, is oh every song. Is there footage? No, well, I'm sure there is. I, I, I need you it. know, obviously I wasn't in it. I was directing it. But like but it I, was. But I need it. It was, <laughs> uh, it was one for the ages, man. <laughs> Uh, it was definitely one of those where it was like I saw a kid that oh, looked so uh, Lucas, you know, one that's like, you know, you know that he's like the he's going the other way. He's he's, yeah. he's playing for the other team. Yeah. And uh, on that I don't dance number, bro, oh, that kid went is Lucas off. like Ashley Tisdale's brother exactly, in the yeah. film. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I think it's his name, Lucas. But uh, either way. But yeah, man. It'll be a good time, baby. But until then, mm. it's been Cam. It's been Dylan. Thank you so much for listening, man. Extra buck. Extra buck. Go on Disney Plus. Go on Disney Plus. Watch all the DCOMs. Reminisce. Reminisce. <laughs> Later, guys. Goodbye, Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.